chapter four character attributes of new testament ministers from the book the doctrine concerning new testament ministry page 65 chapter four jesus christ revealed the glory of god the beauty of his person his character his divine nature he shines his the light of the world for all mankind to follow not only did he preach the word of god he lived the word of god his life was the very word of God lived out in mortal flesh. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 1, 4, and verse 14. Through the ages there have been men and women who have beheld the glory of Christ in varying degrees. Through the beauty of their Christ-like lives, they have drawn others to Christ and set an example for them to follow. Some of their names are recorded in the Bible. Others, page 66, are known to us through church history, and others are known to God alone. Such servants as God of God has Moses and Daniel in the Old Testament, and John, Peter, Paul, Mary, Dorcas, etc. in the New Testament continue to shine even to this day. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And then he told his disciples to walk in his light and become lights, leading others to the glory of God. Ye are the light of the world, that your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. Of John the Baptist, Jesus said, He was a burning and shining light, and ye are, were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. John chapter 5, verse 35. Paul not only preached Christ, but he lived what he preached so that he could boldly say, Be ye followers of me, even as I am Christ. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. In another place he said, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. To Timothy he wrote, Let no man despise thy youth, be, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Serving God, then, is much more than just preaching the word of God. Of even greater importance is the life and character of the servant of God. His or her life will ultimately speak louder than words alone. Some preachers win souls to Christ and then lead them astray by their ungodly, page 67, example. Some servants of God show great promise of becoming useful tools in the hand of God, but later fall from grace and make shipwreck of their faith. Sometimes they become enemies of the gospel. The souls they minister to are often bewildered, and some are destroyed. People often wonder how such disasters could overtake anointed and gifted servants of God. The answer usually lies in their lack of personal discipline and godliness. The minister himself is more important than his ministry. Jesus said, But what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Matthew chapter 16, verse 26. It is essential that every servant of God build up his or her own life and character in Christ-likeness. Paul wrote that the mystery of godliness is that God was manifested in the flesh. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. The life that Jesus lived, the words that he spoke, and the works that he did were all with the purpose of manifesting and making known the Father. As God dwelt in Christ, so Christ dwells in us, and our chief desire should be to make Christ known by our lives and by all that we speak and do. Paul told Timothy to flee worldly and fleshly lusts and pursue and lusts exhorts him saying, exercise thyself rather unto godliness, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7.
The church is the body of Christ, the dwelling place of God and the Spirit. The church which is his body, the fullness of him that fitteth all in all. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22-23. Paul explained this mystery thus. Christ in you, the hope of the glory, whom we preach. Warning, page 68. Every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, verses 27 and 28. Before studying various characteristics of the divine nature which must be developed and maintained in a servant of God, let us consider a few examples from the Bible of those who failed in this respect. They failed because they allowed serious ungodly defects to remain in their character. Saul. When the children of Israel insisted on having a king, God's choice for them was Saul, the son of Kish. He was head and shoulder above the others and had many excellent character traits. The scriptures mentioned his humility, fear of God, respectful obedience to his father, hardworking perseverance, and retiring, unassuming, hiding life. Those were the qualities indispensable to carrying out the ministry of ruling over God's people to which he had been called. The Spirit of God came upon Saul, and God gave him another heart, and turned him into another man, and he prophesied among the prophets. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 6 to 10. Had Saul availed himself of these blessings from the Lord and obeyed the word of God, he could have grown in godliness and throne could have and his throne could have been established over Israel. Unfortunately, instead of cultivating godly virtues, he became lifted up and chose the fear of man more than the fear of God. He began to display the qualities opposed to godly. End of recording. Page sixty-eight of the Gospel concerning New Testament ministry. Chapter 4, the character attributes of the New Testament ministers. Glory be to God. Hallelujah.